Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for July 22nd, Wednesday. First segment, Psalm 54, Proverbs 22, Acts chapter 20. Won't you pray with us, please? Dear Heavenly Father, I humbly come before you, Father. You are an awesome God, full of mercy and grace, faithful and forgiving. You do not give me what I do deserve. You have mercy on me. You give me what I don't deserve, grace. My saving faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who was crucified, died, and rose again. My love and obedience to the Son of God, our Father's grace that he gave his only begotten Son to cover the sin of the whole world cause of his love for us deserves our utmost obedience to him in prayer and reading his word to learn his ways to love like jesus did to be bold for god through christ live like christ when your persecution comes and it will come honor the lord in your words and your actions be bold for the one who died for you be thankful for all he did Honor the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. Dear Dad, as we open up your book and read your word back to you, you open up our heart, open up our eyes, open up our mind, open up our ears to the truth of who you are. Truth, who we are. Restore us whole, Father, to be used for the purpose you made us for. As we read your word, Spirit of truth, teach us the truth. Give us knowledge. Give us wisdom. And give us understanding. Thank you, sacrificial lamb. Amen. So be it. Psalm. Save me, O God, by thy name, and judge me by thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God. Give ear to the words of my mouth, for strangers are risen up against me, and oppressors seek after my soul. They have not set, they have not set God before them, Salah. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord was with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil unto my enemies. Cut them off in thy truth. I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name, O Lord, for it is good. For he hath delivered me out of all trouble, and my eye hath seen his desire upon my enemies. Psalm 54, Amen, Proverbs 22. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor in life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the forward. He that doth keep his soul shall be far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. 
The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borroweth servant to the lender. He that soweth iniquity shall reap vanity, and the right of his anger shall fail. He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth of his bread to the poor. Cast out the scorner, and contention shall go out. Yea, strife and reproof shall cease. He that loveth pureness of heart, for the grace of his lips the king shall be his friend. Thy the Lord preserve knowledge, and he overthroweth the words of the transgressor. The slothful man saith, There is a lion without, I shall be slain in the streets. The mouth of strange women is a deep pay. He that is of horror of the Lord shall fall therein. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. He that oppresses the poor to increase his riches, and he that giveth to the rich shall surely come to one. Bow down thy ear, and hear the words of the wise, and apply thy heart unto my knowledge. For it is a pleasant thing if thou keep them within thee. They shall withal be fitted in thy lips, that thy trust may be in the Lord. I have made known to thee this day, even to thee. Have not I written to thee excellent things and counsels and knowledge, that I might make thee know the certainty of the words of truth, that thou mightest answer the words of truth to them that send unto thee? Rob not the poor because he is poor, neither oppress the afflicted in the gate. For the Lord will plead their cause and spoil the soul of those that spoil them. Make no friendship with an angry man, and with the furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his ways, and get a snare to thy soul. Be not thou one of them that strike hands, or of them that are sureties for debts. If thou hast nothing to pay, why should he take away thy bed from under thee? Remove not the ancient landmark, which thy fathers have set. Sayest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall not he shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. Proverbs 22. Amen. Acts chapter 20. And after the uproar was ceased, Paul called unto him the disciples and embraced them and departed for to go into Macedonia. When he had gone over those parts and had given them much exhortation, he came into Greece. There abode three months, and when the Jews laid wait for him, as he was about to sail into Syria, he purposed to return through Macedonia. There accompanied him into Asia, Sopater of Berea, and of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus, and Secundus, and Gaius of Derby, and Timotheus, and of Asia, Tychicus, and Trophimus. These going before tarried for us at Trous, and we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread, and came unto them to trial in five days, where we abode seven days, and upon the first day of the week. When the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. And there were many lights in the upper chamber where they were gathered together, and there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, 
being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him and embraced in him. Trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. When he therefore was come up again, and had broken bread, and eaten, and talked a long while, even till break of day, so he departed. And they brought the young man alive, and were not a little comforted. And we went before the ship, and sailed into Assos, and there intending to take him Paul, for so had he appointed, minding himself to go afoot. And when he met with us at Assos, we took him in and came to Medellin. And we sailed thence and came the next day over against Chios. And the next day we arrived at Samos and tarried at Trogilium. And the next day we came to Miletus. For Paul had determined to sail by Ephesus, because he would not spend the time in Asia, for he hasted, if it were possible for him, to be at Jerusalem, the day of Pentecost. And from Miletus he sent to Ephesus, and called the elders of the church. And when they were come to him, he said unto them, Ye know, from the first day that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you at all seasons, serving the Lord with all humility of mine, and with many tears and temptations of which befell me by the lying and wait for the Jews of the Jews, and how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but I have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witnesses in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that you all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, shall see my face no more. Wherefore I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and unto all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves that shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn every one night and day with tears. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel, Yea, ye yourselves know that these hands have ministered unto my necessities and to them that were with me. I have showed you all things, how that so laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. 
And when he had thus spoken, he knelt down and prayed with them all. They all wept sore and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spake, that they should see his face no more. They accompanied him unto the ship. First segment through the Bible in the Holy Spirit order for Wednesday, July 22nd. Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the second segment for Wednesday, July 22nd, Acts chapter 21, 22, 23, 24. Acts chapter 21. And it came to pass, and after we were gotten from them and had launched, we came with a straight course into Coos, and the day following on the roads, and from thence into Patera. And finding a ship sailing over into Phoenicia, we went aboard and set forth. Now when we had discovered Cyprus, we left it on the left hand and sailed into Syria and landed at Tyre. For there the ship was unable her burden, unlaid her burden. And finding the disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. And when we had accomplished those days, we departed and went our way. And they all brought us on our way with wives and children till we were out of the city, and we kneeled down on the shore and prayed. And when we had taken our leave one of another, we took ship, and they returned home again. And when we had finished our course from Tyre, we came to Ptolemaeus and saluted the brethren, and abode with them one day. And the next day we, that were of Paul's company, departed, and came unto Caesarea, and we entered into the house of Philip the Evangelist, which was one of the seven, and abode with him. And the same man had four daughters, virgins, which did prophesy. And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost, So shall the Jews of Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle, and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when he heard these things, both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What mean ye to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not be persuaded, we cease, saying, The will of the Lord be done. And after those days, we took up our carriages and went up to Jerusalem. There went with us also certain of the disciples of Caesarea, and brought with them one Manasseh of Cyprus, an old disciple, in whom we should lodge. And when we were come to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladly. And the day following, Paul went in with us unto James, and all the elders were present. And when he had saluted them, he declared particularly what things God had wrought among the Gentiles by his ministry. And when they were heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, Thou seest, brother, how many thousands of Jews there are which believe, and they are all zealous of the law. And they are informed of thee, 
that thou teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise their children, neither walk after their customs. What is it therefore? The multitude must needs come together, for they will hear that thou art come. Do therefore this that we say to thee. We have four men which have vow on them. Take them, and purify thyself with them, and be at charges with them, that they may shave their heads, and all may know that those things whereof they were informed concerning thee are nothing. But thou that thou thyself also walkest orderly, and keepest the law. As touching the Gentiles which believe, we have written and concluded that they observe no such thing, save only that they keep themselves from things offered to idols, and from blood, and from strangled, and from fornication. Then Paul took them in, and the next day, purifying himself with them, entered into the temple to signify the accomplishment of the days of purification, until that an offering should be offered for every one of them. And when the seven days were almost ended, the Jews which were of Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the people and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man that teaches all men everywhere against the people and the law in this place, and further brought Greeks also into the temple, and have polluted this holy place. For they had seen before with him in the city of Trophimus and Ephesium, whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. And all the city was moved, and the people ran together, and they took Paul and drew him out of the temple, and forthwith the murder doors of worship. And as they went about to kill him, tidings came unto the chief captain of the band, that all Jerusalem was in uproar, who immediately took soldiers and centurions, and ran down unto them. And when they saw the chief captain of the soldiers, they left beating of Paul. Then the chief captain came near, and took him, and commanded him to be bound with two chains, and demanded who he was, and what he had done. And some cried one thing, some another among the multitude. When he could not know the certainty of the tumult, he commanded him to be carried into the castle. And when he came upon the stairs, so it was that he was born of the soldiers for the violence of the people. For the multitude of the people followed after, crying, Away with him! And as Paul was to be led into the castle, he said unto the chief captain, May I speak unto thee? Who said, Canst thou speak Greek? Art thou thou that Egyptian, which before these days made an uproar, and led us out into the wilderness, four thousand men that were murderers? But Paul said, I am a man which am a Jew of Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, a citizen of no mean city, and I beseech thee, suffer me to speak unto the people. And when he had given him license, Paul stood on the stairs and beckoned with the hand unto the people. And when there was made a great silence, he spoke unto them in the Hebrew tongue, saying, Chapter 22 Men, brethren, and fathers, hear ye my defense which I make now unto you. 
when they heard that he spake in the Hebrew tongue to them, they kept the more silence. And he said, I am verily a man which am a Jew, born in Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, yet brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers. And it was zealous toward God, as ye all are this day. And I persecuted this way into the death, binding and delivering into prisons both men and women. As also the high priest doth bear me witness, and all the estate of the elders, from whom also I received letters unto the brethren, and went to Damascus to bring them which were there bound unto Jerusalem for to be punished. And it came to pass as I made my journey and was come nigh to Damascus about noon. Suddenly there shone from heaven a great light round about me, and I fell unto the ground and heard a voice saying unto me, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And I answered, Who art thou, Lord? And he said unto me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom thou persecutest. And they that were with me saw indeed the light, and were afraid, but they heard not the voice of him that spake to me. And I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said unto me, Arise, and go into Damascus, and there shall be told thee of all things which are appointed for thee to do. And I cannot see for the glory of that light, being led by the hand of them that were with me. I came into Damascus, and one Ananias, a devout man according to the law, having a good report of all the Jews which dwelt there, came unto me and stood and said unto me, Brother Saul, receive thy sight. In the same hour I looked upon him. And he said, The God of our fathers have chosen thee, that thou shouldest know his will, and see the just one, and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. For thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. And now why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance, and saw him saying unto me, Make haste and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem, for they will not receive thy testimony concerning me. I said, Lord, they know that I am prison and beaten every synagogue, them that believed on thee. And when the blood of the martyr Stephen was shed, I also was standing by and consenting unto his death, and kept the raiment of them that slew him. And he said unto me, Depart, for I will send thee for hence unto the Gentiles. And they gave him audience unto his word, and then lifted up their voices and said, Away with such a fellow from the earth, for it is not fit that he should live. And as they cried out and cast off their clothes and threw dust into the air, the chief captain commanded him to be brought into the castle and bade that it should be examined by scourging, that he might know wherefore they cried so against him. And as they bound him with thongs, Paul said unto the centurion that stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman, and con uncondemned? When the centurion heard that, he went and told the chief captain, saying, 
Take heed what thou doest, for this man is a Roman. Then the chief captain came and said unto him, Tell me, art thou a Roman? He said, Yea. And the chief captain answered, With a great sum obtained I this freedom. And Paul said, But I was freeborn. Then straightway they departed from him, which should have examined him. And the chief captain also was afraid, after he knew that he was a Roman, and because he had bound him. On the morrow, because he would have known the certainty, wherefore he was accused of the Jews, he loosed him from his bands, and commanded the chief priests and all their council to appear, and brought Paul down, and set him before them. Chapter 23. And Paul, earnestly beholding the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in a good, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded them that stood by him to smite him on the mouth. Then said Paul to him, God shall smite thee, thou whitest wall. For sittest thou to judge me after the law, and commandest me to be smitten contrary to the law? Then they that stood by said, Revelest thou God's high priest? Then said Paul, I wish not, brethren, that he was the high priest. For it is written, Thou shalt not speak evil of the ruler of thy people. But when Paul perceived that the one part were Sadducees and the other part Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Of the hope and resurrection of the dead I am called in question. And when he had so said, there arose a dissension between the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And the multitude was divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection. Erection, neither angel nor spirit, but the Pharisees confess both. And there arose a great cry, and the scribes that were of the Pharisees' part arose and strove, saying, We find no evil in this man, but if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him, let us not fight against God. And when there arose a great dissension, the chief captain, fearing lest Paul should have been pulled in pieces of them, commanded the soldiers to go down and to take him by force from among them and to bring him into the castle. And the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. And when it was day, certain of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under a curse, saying that they would neither eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. And they were more than forty which had made this conspiracy. And they came to the chief priests and elders and said, We have bound ourselves under a great curse that we will eat nothing until we have slain Paul. Now therefore you... What this council signified to the chief captain, that he bring him down unto you tomorrow, as though you would inquire with something more perfectly concerning him. And we, or ever he come near, are ready to kill him. And when Paul's sister's son heard of their lying in wait, he went and entered into the castle and told Paul. Then Paul called one of the centurions unto him and said, 
bring this young man unto the chief captain, for he has a certain thing to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the chief captain and said, Paul, the prisoner called me unto him and prayed me to bring this young man unto thee, who has something to say unto thee. Then the chief captain took him by the hand and went with him aside privately and asked him, What is that thou hast to tell me? And he said, The Jews have agreed to desire thee that thou wouldst bring down Paul tomorrow into the council, as though they would inquire somewhat of him more perfectly. But do not thou yield unto them, for they are lie in wait for him of them more than forty men, which have bound themselves with an oath that they kill, neither eat, that they will neither eat nor drink till they have killed him. And now are they ready, looking for a promise from thee? So the chief captain then let the young man depart and charged him, See thou tell no man that thou hast showed these things to me. And he called unto him two centurions, saying, Make ready two hundred soldiers, go to Caesarea. And horsemen threescore and ten, and a spearmen two hundred, at the third hour of the night. And provide them beasts that they may set Paul on, and bring him safe unto Felix the governor. And he wrote a letter after this manner, Claudius Lysias, Unto the most excellent governor Felix, send us greeting. This man was taken of the Jews, and should have been killed with them. Then came I with an army, and rescued him, having understood that he was a Roman. And I would have known the cause wherefore they accused him. I brought him forth into their council, whom I perceived to be accused of questions of their law. But they have nothing laid to his charge worthy of death or of bonds. And when it has told me how that the Jews laid wait for the man, I sent straightway to thee, and gave commandment to his accusers also to say before thee what they had against him. Farewell. Then the soldiers, as it was, commanded them, took Paul, and brought him by night to Antipatris. On the morrow they left the horsemen and go with him, and returned to the castle. Who, when they came to Caesarea, and delivered the epistle to the governor, presented Paul also before him. And when the governor had read the letter, he asked of what province he was. And when he understood that he was a Cilicia, I will hear thee, said he, when thy accusers are also come. And he commanded him to be kept in Herod's judgment hall. Acts chapter 24. And after five days, Ananias, the high priest, descended with the elders and with a certain orator named Tertullus, who informed the governor against Paul. And when he was called forth, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, saying that by thee we enjoy great quietness, and that very worthy deeds are done unto this nation by thy providence. We accept it always, and in all places, most noble Felix, with all thankfulness, notwithstanding that I be now further tedious unto thee, I pray thee that thou wouldest hear us of thy clemency a few words. For we have found this man a pestilent fellow, 
and a mover of sedition among all the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes, who also have gone about to profane the temple, whom we took and would have judged according to our law. But the chief captain, Lysias, came upon us and with great violence took him away out of our hands, commanding his accusers to come unto thee, by examining of whom thyself mayest take knowledge of all these things, whereof we accuse him. And the Jews also assented, saying that these things were so. Then Paul, after that the governor had beckoned unto him to speak, answered, For as much as I know that thou hast been many years a judge unto this nation, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself. Because that thou mayest understand that there are yet but twelve days since I went up to Jerusalem for to worship, and they neither found me in the temple, disputing with me any man, neither raising up the people, neither in the synagogues, nor in the city. Neither can they prove the things whereof they now accuse me. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believe in all things which are written in the law and in the prophets, and have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and unjust. And herein do I exercise myself, to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. Now after many years I came to bring alms to my nation and offerings, whereupon certain Jews from Asia found me purified in the temple, neither with multitude nor with tumult. We ought to have been here before thee, and object, if they had aught against me. Or else let these same here say, if they have found any evil doing in me, while I stood before the council. Except it be for this one voice, that I cried, standing among them, touching the resurrection of the dead, I am called in question by you this day. And when Felix heard these things, having more perfect knowledge of that way, he deferred them and said, When Lysus, the chief captain, shall come down, I will know the uttermost of your matter. And he commanded the centurion to keep Paul, and to let him have liberty, and that he should forbid none of his acquaintances the minister coming to him. And after certain days, when Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, which was a Jewess, he sent for Paul and and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. He hoped also that money should have been given him of Paul, that he might lose him. Wherefore he sent for him the oftener and communed with him. But after two years, Portius Festus came into Felix's room, and Felix, willing to shew the Jews a pleasure, left Paul bound. Acts chapter 24, amen, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order. The second segment, for July 22nd, Wednesday, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, third segment for Wednesday, July 22nd. Genesis chapter 17, 1 Samuel chapter 14, 1 Chronicles 8. Genesis chapter 17. 
And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face. And God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram. But but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee. And thy seed after thee. And their generations for an everlasting covenant. To be a God unto thee. And to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee. The land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant which it shall keep between me and you, and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin. And it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. Every man child in your generations. He that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed. He that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. An uncircumcised man, child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai, thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face, and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old, and shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear? And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him, and will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time of the next year. And left all talking with him. And God went up from Abraham. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, 
and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of the foreskin in the selfsame day as God had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael, his son, and all the men of his house, born in the house, and bought with money of the stranger, were circumcised with him. Genesis chapter 17, amen. First Samuel chapter 14. Now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan the son of Saul said unto the young man that bared his armor, Come, and let us go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he told not his father. And Saul tarried in the uttermost part of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree, which is a Migron. And the people that were with him were about 600 men. And Ahiah, the son of Ahiatub, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priests in Shiloh, were in an ephod, and the people knew not that Jonathan was gone. And between the passages by which Jonathan sought to go over into the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on the one side and a sharp rock on the other side. The name of the one was Bozes, the name of the other Sine. The forefront of the one was situated northward over against Michmash, another southward over against Gibeah. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, Come, and let us go over into the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And his armor-bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thy heart. Turn thee, behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over unto these men, and we will discover ourselves unto them. If they say thus unto us, Tarry until we come here, to, then we will stand still. Place and will not go up then. But if they say thus, Come up unto us, then we will go up, for the Lord hath delivered them into our hand, and this shall be a sign unto us. And both of them then suffered, discovered themselves into the garrisons of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews come forth out of the holes where they had hid themselves. The men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come up to us, and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord had delivered them into the hand of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up upon his hands and upon his feet, and his armor-bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan, and his armor-bearer slew after him. And that first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor-bearer made was about twenty men within, as it were, half an acre of land, which a yoke of oxen might plow. And there was trembling in the host, in the field, and among all the people, the garrison and the spoilers, they also trembled. And there quake so it was a very great trembling 
And the watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude melted away, and they went on beating down one another. Then said Saul unto the people that were with him, Number now, and see who is gone from us. And when they had numbered, behold, Jonathan and his armor-bearer were not there. And Saul said unto Ahiah, Bring hither to the ark of God, for the ark of God was at that time with the children of Israel. And it came to pass, while Saul talked unto the priests, that the noise that was in the host of the Philistines went on and increased. And Saul said unto the priests, Withdraw thy hand. And Saul and all the people that were with him assembled themselves, and they came to the battle, and behold, every man's sword was against his fellow, and there was a very great discomfiture. Moreover, the Hebrews that were with the Philistines before that time which went up with them into the camp from the country road round about. Even they also turned to be with the Israelites that were Saul and Jonathan. <laughs> Likewise, all the men of Israel, which had hid themselves on Mount Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, even they also followed hard after them in the battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day. The battle passed over into Bethaven, and the men of Israel were distressed that day. <coughs> For Saul had adjured the people, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food until evening, that I may be avenged on my enemies. So none of the people tasted any food. And all they of the land came to a wood. There was honey upon the ground. When the people were coming to the wood, behold, the honey dropped. But no man put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. <laughs> but Jonathan heard not when his father charged the people with the oath. Wherefore he put forth the end of the rod that was in his hand, and dipped it in a honeycomb, and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes were enlightened. <laughs> Then answered one of the people and said, Thy father straightly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food this day. And the people were faint. Then said Jonathan, My father had trouble the land. See, I pray you how my eyes have been enlightened, because I tasted a little of this honey. How much more of happily the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies which they found. For had there not been now a much greater slaughter among the Philistines. And they smote the Philistines that day from Michmash to Aijalon, and the people were very faint. The people flew upon the spoil and took sleep and took sheep and oxen and calves and slew them on the ground and the People did eat them with the blood. <gasps> then they told Saul, saying, Behold, the people sin against the Lord, in that they eat with the blood. And they said, You have transgressed. Roll a great stone unto me this day. 
And Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people, and say to them, Bring me hither, every man his ox, and every man his sheep, and slay them here, and eat, and sin not against the Lord, and eaten with the blood. And all the people brought every man his ox with him that night, and slew them there. And Saul built an altar unto the Lord. The same was the first altar that he built unto the Lord. And Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night, and spoil them until the morning light. And let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatsoever seemeth good unto thee. Then said the priest, Let us draw near hither unto God. And Saul asked counsel of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will thou deliver them into the hand of Israel? But he answered him, Not that day. And Saul said, Draw ye near hither, all the chief of the people, and know and see wherein this sin has been this day. For as the Lord liveth, which saveth Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But there was not a man among all the people that answered him. Then said he unto all Israel, Be ye on one side, and I and Jonathan my son will be on the other side. And the people said unto Saul, do what seemeth good unto thee. Therefore Saul said unto the Lord God of Israel, Give a perfect lot. And Saul and Jonathan were taken, but the people escaped. And Saul said, Cast lots between me and Jonathan my son. And Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what thou hast done. And Jonathan told him and said, I did but taste a little honey with the end of my the rod that was in my hand, and lo, I must die. <coughs> and Saul answered, God do so, more also, for thou shalt surely die, Jonathan. And the people said unto Saul, Shall Jonathan die, who hath wrought this great salvation in Israel? God forbid. As the Lord liveth, there shall not one hair of his head fall to the ground, for he hath wrought with God this day. So the people rescued Jonathan that he died not. Then Saul went up from following the Philistines, and Philistines went to their own place. So Saul took the kingdom over Israel and fought against all his enemies on every side against Moab and against the children of Ammon and against Edom and against the kings of Zobah and against the Philistines. And whithersoever he turned himself, he vexed them. And he gathered a host and smote the Amalekites and delivered Israel out of the hands of them that spoiled them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan and Eshuai and Makashui, and the names of his two daughters were these, the name of the firstborn Merab and the name of the younger Michael. And the name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaaz. And the name of the captain of his host was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. And Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. And there was sore war against the Philistines all the days of Saul. And when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he took him unto him. First Samuel chapter 14, amen. First Chronicles chapter 8. Now Benjamin begot Bella, his firstborn, Ashbel the second, and Ahara the third. 
No half the fourth and Rafe half the fifth. And the sons of Bella were Adar and Gera and Abahud and Abishua and Naaman and Ahoha and Gera and Shephufan and Huram. And these are the sons of Ehud. These are the heads of the fathers of the inhabitants of Geba. And they removed them to Manahath and Naaman and Ahiah. And Gera, he removed them and begat Uzzah and Ahihud. And Shaharim begat children in the country of Moab, after he had sent them away. Husham and Ba'arah were his wives. And he begat of Hodash his wife, Jobab and Zabiah, and Misha and Malcolm, and Jaez and Shakaiah and Mirma. These were his sons, heads of the fathers, and Ahusham he begat Abatub and Elk. Baal, the sons of Elpaal, Eber, and Misham, and Shemad, who built Ono and Lod, with the towns thereof, Bariah also, and Shema, who were heads of the fathers of the inhabitants of Ejelon, who drove away the inhabitants of Gath, and Ahio, Shashak, and Jeremoth, and Zebediah, and Arad, and Ader. And Michael, and Izpah, and Joah, the sons of Ariah, and Zebediah, and Meshulam, and Hezekiah, and Heber, Ishmirai also, and Jezliah, and Jobab, the sons of Elpeah, and Jacob, and Zikri, and Zabdi, and Elianai, and Zilthai, and Eliel, and Adaiah, and Beriah, and Shemroth, the sons of Shemai. And Eshpan, and Heber, and Eliel, and Abdon, and Zikri, and Hanan, and Hananiah, and Elam, and Anathijah, and Ephodiah, and Pamenil, the sons of Sheshach, and Shamshirai, and Shehariah, and Athaliah, and Jerusiah, and Eliah, and Zikri, the sons of Jeroham. These were heads of the fathers by their generations, chief men. These dwelt in Jerusalem. And at Gibeon dwelt the father of Gibeon, whose wife's name was Maacah, and his firstborn son, Abdon, and Zer, and Kish, and Baal, and Nadab, and Geder, and Ahio, and Zacher, and Mikloth begot Shimeah, and these also dwelt with their brethren in Jerusalem over against them. And Ner begat Kish, and Kish begat Saul, and Saul begat Jonathan, and Malchashua, and Abinadab, and Eshabal. And the sons of Jonathan was Meribal, and Meribal begat Micah, and the sons of Micah were Pithan, and Melech, and Terah, and Ahaz, and Ahaz begat Jehoiada, and Jehoiada begat Elameth, and Azmaveth, and Zemri and Zemri begot Moza, and Moza begot Benaiah, and Rapha was his son, Elisah his son, Azael his son, and Azael had six sons whose names were these Azraikim, Bokriah, and Ishmael, and Shehariah, and Obadiah, and Hanan. All these were the sons of Azel. And the sons of Eshek, his brother, were Ulam, his firstborn, Janush the second, Eliphalet the third, and the sons of Ulam were mighty men of valor, archers, and have any sons, and sons' sons, a hundred and fifty. All these are the sons of Benjamin. 
First Chronicles chapter 8, amen, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the third segment for July 22nd, Wednesday, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for Wednesday, July 22nd, the fourth segment, Proverbs 12, Isaiah 27, Hosea chapter 2, Proverbs chapter 12. Whoso loveth instruction, loveth knowledge. But he that hateth reproof is brutish. A good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices will he condemn. A man shall not be established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous shall not be moved. A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, but she that maketh ashamed is rottenness in his bones. The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceit. The words of the wicked are to lie and wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. The wicked are overthrown and are not. But the house of the righteous shall stand. A man shall be commended according to his wisdom. But he that is of a perverse heart shall be despised. He that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honors himself and lacketh bread. A righteous man regardeth the life of his beasts, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with bread, but he that followeth vain persons is void of understanding. The wicked desireth the net of evil men, but the root of the righteous yieldeth fruit. The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. A man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hands shall be rendered unto him. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkened unto counsel is wise. A fool's wrath is presently known, but a prudent man covers shame. He that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is held. The lip of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of them that imagine evil, but to the counselors of peace is joy. There shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. A prudent man concealeth knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaim its foolishness. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. Heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduces them. The slothful man roasts not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. And the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. Isaiah chapter 27. In that day the Lord with his sore and great and strong sword shall punish Levithan the piercing serpent, even Levithan that crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. In that day sing ye unto her a vineyard of wood wine. I, the Lord, do keep it. I will water it every moment, lest any hurt it. I will keep it night and day. 
Fear is not in me. Who would set the briars and thorns against me in battle? I will go through them. I would burn them together. Or let him take hold of my strength, that he may make peace with me, and he shall make peace with me. He shall cause them that came of Jacob to take root. Israel shall blossom and bud, and fill the face of the world with fruit. Hath he smit him, as he smote those that smote him? Or is he slain according to the slaughter of them that are slain by him? In measure, when it shooteth forth, thou wilt debate with it. He stayeth his rough wind in the day of the east wind. By this, therefore, shall the iniquity of Jacob be purged. And this is all the fruit to take away his sin. When he maketh all the stones of the altar as chalk stones that are beaten asunder, the groves and images that shall not stand up. Yet the defense city shall be desolate, and the habitation forsaken, and left like a wilderness. There shall the calf feed, and there shall he lie down, and consume the branches thereof. When the bows thereof are withered, they shall be broken off. The women come and set them on fire, for it is a people of no understanding. Therefore he that made him will not have mercy on them, and he that formed them will show them no favor. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall beat off from the channel of the river into the stream of Egypt, and ye shall be gathered one by one, O ye children of Israel. And it shall come to pass in that day that the great trumpet shall be blown, and they shall come with which were ready to perish in the land of Assyria, and outcast in the land of Egypt, and shall worship the Lord in the holy mount at Jerusalem. Isaiah chapter 27, amen. Hosea chapter 2. <laughs> Say ye unto your brethren, am I, and to your sisters, Rahama, plead with your mother, plead, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight and her adulteries from between her breasts, lest I strip her naked and set her as in the day that she was born and make her as a wilderness and set her like a dry land and slay her with thirst. And I will not have mercy upon her children, for they be the children of whoredoms, for their mother have played the harlot she that conceived them hath done shamefully. For she said, I will go after my lovers. They give me my bread and my water and my wool and my flax and my oil and my drink. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy way with thorns and make a wall that she shall not find her paths and she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them, and she shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then shall she say, I will go and return to my first husband, for then was it better with me than now. For she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil, and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. Therefore will I return and take away my corn and the time thereof, and my wine in the season thereof, and will recover my wool, and my flax given to cover her nakedness. And now will I discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and none shall deliver her out of my hand. 
I will also cause all her mirth to cease, her feast days, her new moons, and her Sabbaths, and all her solemn feasts. And I will destroy her vines and her fig trees, whereof she has said, these are my rewards that my lovers have given me, and I will make them a forest, and the beasts of the field shall eat them. And I will visit upon her the days of Balaam, wherein she burned incense to them. And she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels, and she went after her lovers, and forgat me, saith the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will allure her, and bring her into the wilderness, and speak comfortably unto her. And I will give her her vineyards from thence, in the valley of Achor, for a door of hope. And she shall sing there, as in the days of her youth, and as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be at that day, saith the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishai, and shalt call me no more Baalai. For I will take away the names of Balaam out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. And in that day will I make a covenant of, for them with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven and with the creeping things of the ground. And I will break the bow and the sword and the battle out of the earth and will make them to lie down safely. And I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yea, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and in mercies. I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness. And thou shalt know the Lord. And it shall come to pass in that day I will hear, saith the Lord. I will hear the heavens and they shall hear the earth. And the earth shall hear the corn and the wine and the oil and they shall hear Jezreel. And I will sow her unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them which were not my people, Thou art my people. And they shall say, Thou art my God. Hosea chapter 2, Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit orders, fourth segment for July 22nd, Wednesday, Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for Wednesday, July 22nd, the last final segment. John chapter 18, 1 Corinthians 12, Hebrews 1, Revelations 5. John chapter 18. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Sardine, where was a garden into the which he entered, and his disciples. And Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place, for Jesus oft times resorted thither with his disciples. Judas then, having received a band of men, an officer from the chief priests and Pharisees, come thither in lanterns and torches and weapons. Jesus therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus saith unto them, I am he. And Judas also, which betrayed him, stood with them. As soon as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Then asked he them again, Whom seek ye? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way. 
that the same might be fulfilled, which he spake of them, which thou gavest me, have I lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it, and smote the high priest's servant, and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. <laughs> and said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword into the sheath. The cup which my father hath given me, shall I not drink it? Then the band and the captain and officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him, and led him away to Annas first, for he was father-in-law to Caiaphas, which was the high priest that same year. Now Caiaphas was he which gave counsel to the Jews, that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. And Simon Peter followed Jesus. And so did another disciple. That disciple was known unto the high priest, and went in with Jesus into the palace of the high priest. But Peter stood at the door without. Then went out that other disciple, which was known unto the high priest, and spake unto her that kept the door, brought in Peter. Then saith the damsel that kept the door to Peter, Art not thou one of this man's disciples? He saith, I am not. And the servants and officers stood there who had made a fire of coals, for it was cold. They warmed themselves, and Peter stood with them and warmed himself. The high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I ever taught in the synagogue. And in the temple, whither the Jews always resort, and in secret have I said nothing. Why askest thou me? Ask them which heard me. What I have said unto them, behold, they know what I said. And when he had thus spoken, one of the officers which stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Answerest thou the high priest so? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, Bear witness of the evil, but of well, why smitest thou me? And Annas had sent him bound unto Caiaphas the high priest. And Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. They said therefore unto him, Art not thou also one of his disciples? He denied it, and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman, whose Peter whose ear Peter cut off, saying, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Peter then denied again, and immediately the cock crew. Then led they Jesus from Caiaphas into the hall of judgment, and it was early, and they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Pilate then went out unto them and said, what accusation bring ye against this man? They answered and said unto him, If he were not a male factor, we would not have delivered him up unto thee. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death, that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake signifying what death he should die. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again, and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, 
Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thy own nation and the chief priests had delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight, that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and saith unto them, I find in him no fault at all. But ye have a custom, that I should release unto you one of the Passover, well, yeah, therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews. Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. John chapter 18, amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts. Brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that ye were Gentiles, carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus a curse, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all and all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to give one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit, to another, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self same Spirit, dividing every man severally as he will. For as the body is one, and has many members, and all the members that one body being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For of our one spirit are we all baptized in one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink in one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. For if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. Now I cannot say unto the hand, 
I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness, for our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempted the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacketh. And there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now we are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondary prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversity of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but cover earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Through the Bible, First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, amen. Hebrews chapter 1. God, who has sun-dry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had said, when he had by himself purged their sins, sat down on the right hand of the mansion on high, being made so much better than the angels, and the by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again I will be to him a son, and he shall be to me a son. And again when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, And let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he saith, Who maketh his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness, and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest. And they all shall wax old as doth the garment. But as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. But to him which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand, until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Are they not all ministering spirits? sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Hebrews chapter 1, amen. Revelations chapter 5. 
And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven, nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the road of David, have prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and in the four beasts, in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full odors, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts, and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousands and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, and riches, and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing, every creature which is in heaven, and on the earth and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, heard I saying, Blessing, and honor, and glory, and power, be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down, and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever. Revelations. Chapter 5, Amen, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for July 22nd. Amen.